Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Coward. And thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in to listen to what I have to say. (laughs) It is truly an honor to be able to share uh, stories and my journey and, (coughs) you know, everything that I'm working on, my hopes, my aspirations, and my hopefully inspiration to get you guys to do the same, to go out and do something wonderful and amazing and outside the box and something different that is uniquely you. So, all in all, you know, it has been a good, good couple of weeks, um, My wife finally got her promotion, so that is great. That is fantastic. I am super excited that that is finally off my mind. She got it. We're staying in Charlotte. Everything's good. And I really haven't told you guys anything in great detail about that, but, yeah, there's a possibility we might have to move. There's a possibility she wasn't going to get it. There's a possibility, you know, just all kinds of just different crazy stuff. So, you know, I I was joking (laughs) about it, and I was like, you know, with me being kind of under the weather, and I've had some, you know, pretty, pretty rough illnesses, and normally I'm not the type of person who gets sick, um, but I think it was just the stress from trying to figure out what was going on, what was happening, and figure up, you know, I started looking for jobs in other cities and all just kinds of craziness, um, you know, all the stress plus everything that I was doing and working on, it was just kind of like, blah, you know, so, and not, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just, just you know, it was kind of driving me nuts because I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and, and now that that's all cleared up and everything, I'm like, yes, finally, it's like relief. Um, uh, but, you know, it's been a, it was a busy weekend. And, of course, I got that interview with Gareth, which was really awesome. Um, also recently interviewed Ben Brookhart. I've got another interview uh, coming up, we just got to get scheduled with uh, Lee Everett. He is a mental wellness coach, as well as he works uh, in dog training. I think it's Bully Buddy. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have wrote that down. Though, of course, I didn't even think about the fact I'd be mentioning it in the show today. So, But yeah, so we're working on that. Plus, I'm helping him get set up with uh, uh, potentially starting a podcast as well. So that'll be kind of fun. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of really great stuff, and, um, yeah, it's just been exciting. Uh, I got an idea from a fellow author who she's actually self-published over 200 books. I, I mentioned her before, um, on a previous episode, um, uh, but she had given me an idea, kind of planted a seed, and I, I was like, you know, finally, like, on Sunday, I decided... I'm going to try and put this together. So she actually took a lot of her blog posts and articles and things that she had written and compiled them all into a book and published it. And I thought, well, that's really kind of cool. At the time, I was thinking, like, that'd be really kind of cool because that way I don't have to go and scroll through, you know, years worth of blog posts, you know, or, or have to worry about something happening and them being deleted or whatever because that has happened um just like which i just found out recently my interview with jake melton the intro is there but the actual interview itself just vanished out of thin air and i don't know what happened to it 
Um, <clears throat> so, and that's the only episode that had a problem. I don't know where it went. I'm still trying to track down if the file's still there. Um, but since I recorded it directly through Anchor, the problem is, like, with all my other interviews I've done more recently with Google Voice, all I got to do is go into my Google Voice voicemail box and re-download the episode. Yeah, but the, uh, the that was the first one. I didn't really know what I was doing, so I used Anchor because I saw that he was on Anchor. But I'm planning on doing another interview with him anyway because the recording was kind of terrible because I was in a bad signal area for data and just, you know, the connection wasn't that great. And of course, they've made tons of upgrades to the Anchor software since. I mean, this was this was like three or four months ago so it could be that you know if I did it through Anchor it wouldn't be as bad but I like Google Voice because it's a it's a phone call so you don't have to worry about data being bad I mean I very rarely ever have phone call signal issues so you know I figure that's probably the easiest thing to do but yeah so um, I took all these blog posts and I stripped them off the internet I threw them into my editing software, hum, uh, Hummingbird, Hemingway, <laughs> and started cleaning them up. Um, some of the some of the sentences I didn't clean up just because they would have I would have had to rewrite the whole sentence, and it would have changed the entire tone of what I was trying to say. So I decided to leave them as is. But it wasn't many sentences. There was just like five or six where I was just like, yeah, if I put a period in here and start rewriting the second half of this. It's going to change the entire dynamic of what I'm trying to convey. Um, and I wasn't sure if that's something I wanted to do. So anyway, I took all these posts. I took uh, the quotes in the post. I, of course, italicized them, made sure everybody's name was listed there for the quotes. Um, and I took all the posts and uh, threw them together and then put them in a book. So I published that up to Amazon. Uh, it's called Random Writings of an Aspiring Writer. It's because, you know, I was trying and experimenting with so many different ideas uh, back then that, you know, I just, I, all kinds of inspirational messages. I threw a couple articles in there, just random thoughts I had when I start typing. Like there was one where I was waiting for airplane uh, to land so I could board. And I just started typing just my thoughts and stuff. You know, things like that. Put stuff together. <clears throat> I'd thought about putting uh, pictures into the mix because uh, some of the... Ugh. Sorry. Some of the uh, pictures actually were had quotes on them as well. And I was like, you know what? No. No, I'm trying to keep it as quote clean as possible um, but one thing I talked to Lee about uh, we actually had uh, coffee and everything after a uh, meet up with some LinkedIn local people and I told him I said you know my thing is, is I like to put the quotes in there even though a lot of people are like anti-quote now they're like oh you know I could write my own stuff without quotes and it's like no I put the quote in because what I wrote is relevant to the quote. The quote inspired said writing. So <clears throat> I like to put the quote in there so people know what I referenced, what, where the idea came from, how, what sparked the writing that I did. So um, 
So a couple of things in there that I wrote were actually stuff where I read the quote and this stuff came to me and, you know, and that, you know, I want to give props to the original person that, you know, said or wrote that. Um, But yeah, it was kind of a neat concept. And one thing I didn't even realize would happen is I'm sitting there copying down all these these blog posts I wanted to put in the book. You know, I kind of went through and found the ones that I wanted to have in the book, picked them out, um, and went from there. And the ironic thing is I'm looking at, and it's over 10,000, or it's almost 10,000 words, and I'm like, holy cow, you know, that's pretty incredible. Because you don't, when you're writing, like, little small, like, little small, like, blog posts or... Even some of them were posts I made on social media where you have, like, a character limit um, of writing. You know, you don't think about that you're going to hit, you know, 10,000 words. And, of course, <clears throat> as I've said before, when it comes to nonfiction, most publishers and companies don't even care uh, if you have, you know, how many words you have. Um, but since I had to be such a word-counting expert and keep an eye on it and make sure that I hit a certain goal <laughs> before I could even be considered for publishing, you know, that definitely weighed heavily on my mind. And, uh, you know, the fact that my, that's basically one-fifth the length of my novel, uh, that was pretty impressive for a bunch of blog posts and, and social media posts that I threw together in an afternoon, you know, so, um, I mean, obviously I didn't write it all in the afternoon, but I copied and pasted and sectioned it out and sorted it and took the titles and put them in bold, took the quotes and italicized them, you know, worked with the fonts. The hardest part was just because I don't have Microsoft Office on my, on my Mac, formatting came out really weird on the ebook and I tried toying around with it three or four times and I finally just I took the least atrocious version of the formatting um or you know because I I didn't want to have like bleed over too I wanted to kind of control the bleed over from page to page on some of the writing um but since it was all different lengths it was kind of hard to really do that evenly so it it was just more of a okay. Here's the here's the document. Let Amazon, the software, you know, kind of figure out what it thinks is the best way to do it. And so I just kind of let it do its own thing and kind of tinkered with it a little bit. So I mean, it didn't turn out too bad. Uh, it's available on Kindle now, and then it's uh, going to be available on print, uh, which is kind of cool. I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to try a print book just to see how they turn out from Amazon. So this is kind of like my my pH test you know, for the water, you know. I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, let's see how this looks. Let's see how it turns out from Amazon before I look at it for my science fiction novel. Um, because I'm also looking at um, Lulu.com, and there's another publisher, self-publishing publisher, that I'm possibly going to be introduced to by one of my wife's friends who knows the person that runs the publishing company, so that's kind of cool. So we'll see how that goes. And, of course, they're also local. They're in South Carolina, so...
Which, of course, if, if you know where Charlotte is, Charlotte's kind of on the border of North and South Carolina. It's pretty close. So either which way is reasonably close to where I'm at. But yeah, so I just wanted to kind of toy with it. And I was like, wait a second, I've got this idea that was planted where this you know, lady told me, hey, I've done blog posts and put them together and made them into a book. And I was like, well, this give me an idea of how to pull it off, how to do it. So, you know, it's, it's there, it's done. It's, uh, I don't know how long it'll take before it's actually available in print. But I've got like five kind of pre-release copies being sent to me, so there's that, um, which was nice because I think I got them for like two fifty a piece, um, which was kind of cool. The max you can order is five, by the way. You know, um, I would have probably ordered ten or fifteen just to have them. Be like, look, I have a book, and if somebody said, like, oh, I'd like to have that, you know, sign it for me, give it to them. But uh, but yeah, five was the limit. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad price-wise. And, um, yeah, so the profit margin is definitely higher from Amazon to for the print books than uh, Lulu. I think with Lulu.com, if I charged, like, 14 bucks, I was going to be turning a profit of, like, a dollar uh, and 50 cents uh, based on my estimates because I don't know exactly how long my book will be my science fiction book so what I might want to do is actually take that book throw it in there since I know exactly the page count and everything and figure out you know because the profits might actually be higher um so yeah just something to think of when you're self-publishing kind of make sure what your commission structure is or your your royalty structure um you know because that's important as well as the intellectual property you always want to make sure that anyone you're publishing with is, you know, you're not signing away your intellectual publishing rights for that. So if you write a like self-help book and you decide, like, oh, I'm going to take my show on the road and I'm going to start doing speaking events, some publishers, if you sign a contract with them, they own an intellectual property, which means you have to get permission from them to speak about your book because they own the IP for it. Um... So that's always very important to check in a contract if you're working with a publisher. Um, when you're self-publishing, a lot of times you don't have to worry about that because you're basically just paying them to print the books. You're not actually doing anything else beyond that. There's no you know, special royalties or, or anything that ties them to any ownership, generally speaking, but always check on that. That's why I like Lulu because the, I, I do retain the IP of my stories. So that's easy. Uh, Amazon's pretty much the same way. And uh, yeah. So, you know, it's been a fun experience. It's been a learning experience. And it's been a growing experience. I mean, writing, I would have never thought, you know, and I say this a lot, I would have never thought six months ago I'd be writing a book. I would have never thought that I was writing several books. You know, there's so many things that I just would have never saw myself doing. Um, I wasn't that super... um, outgoing um you know I like to be outgoing at times but at the same time I liked my alone time and so you know I always tell people you know I'm mostly introverted but I'm partially somewhat extroverted as well and then I found out that there's actually a middle ground uh, option which I did not know about of course I've never 
really studied it, but it was fascinating when I heard about it because I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I learned something new, uh, which is ambiverted, which means that you are both intro and extroverted, um, depending on the situation, circumstances. You know, like um, I went to a book signing for a good friend, uh, Kristen Sherry. She wrote a book, it's now an Amazon bestseller um, called UMAP. And, um, you know, I was kind of talking with some people here and there, and then I kind of closed off. And I was, I, was, I was also trying to help keep an eye on the stuff because we all had, like, bags and stuff as we were walking around and kind of had, like, this common, you know, area where we would kept all of our bags. So I was kind of standing over in that area, kind of keeping an eye on it, you know. But at the same time, I was kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of people here and everybody's chatting and, you know, I just kind of, I don't know even why I, why I felt like I needed to retreat from it or, or be- become on my introvert side. It was just my energy changed. And, um, there's normally lately I'm really full fledged, you know, go 100%, you know, intro or extroverted, but, you know, for some reason, I don't know. I think what I think it was, if I had to like name something as where I thought maybe what had happened is, is I thought it was just going to be a book signing for Kristen. And it turned out to be like, apparently they have so many book signing or people who request to have book signings in their um, store that they have to have like eight or nine people and as a result you know there was a bunch of people there that I had no idea who they were and I think and and of course we were all there supporting Kristen and these other people didn't have really anybody coming up very few people so it was kind of like um well uh you know I felt kind of bad for them in a way and I think that's what it was was it was my almost like like I'm sorry I wish I could help you guys I didn't realize you were going to be here and I don't know anything about any of your books and I just was kind of like meh you know so I still deal with that sometimes and that's something I'm I'm working on you know because I'm trying to become more conscious of my energy and you know maintaining or not losing it at the wrong time or not not um, ending up in one of those situations, and, but it's still a growing period because uh, I'm not, you know, being as outgoing as I am now. You know, I I wasn't that way for many years. I mean, I used to almost have panic attacks if if I was in a movie theater that had too many people in it, like if it was packed. And I've literally been in movie theaters before where it was so packed that people instead of like taking up the last three or four seats actually stood the whole time like on the on the stairs you know because the movie theater was so packed and and I I know that they actually had tickets because since you know I'm not afraid to um go report somebody uh if if they're in the theater and they shouldn't be especially after you know all the craziness that's went on in movie theaters um you know like getting aurora and stuff like that you know anyone who looks suspicious report them so you know they 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 checked their tickets they had tickets so 
you know, um, that is, uh, you know, just, you know, they didn't, uh, and I understand, I mean, you got a, like a seat, like eight seats in, and you've got to walk past seven people, or eight people to get to your seat, and, you know, it's, and it's kind of awkward, because you are there alone, you're the only person, um, of course, now that there's assigned seating in most theaters nowadays, which I know people are definitely, like, on the fence one way or the other about it, you know, some people hate the assigned seating, some people love it, when I first was introduced to assigned seating, um, 10 years ago, when I was in London, I absolutely fell in love with it, I was like, wait a second, you mean I can actually pick my seat right now, because I bought my ticket, like, two hours before the movie, because I intended to eat, I just, I wanted to find the theater, because I, I was in a, a small town I'd never been to before, outside of London, I'd taken the underground, I was in a small town, I was like, okay, let me go find a theater, I was like, cool, so I walked over to the box office, bought my ticket, and he's like, where would you like to sit, and I was like, preferably in a chair and of course he had no you know once he heard my accent he was like oh yeah stupid American <laughs> he, he didn't say that but you know that's probably what he's thinking and uh <clears throat> he's like no where in the theater would you like to sit and I looked down and I'm like you've got to be kidding me really I get to pick where I sit he's like yeah I was like okay I want that seat he's like okay cool and I mean definitely a totally different movie experience over there versus here uh, at the time, because that was unheard of, and then, of course, um, another thing they had, which, you know, they were, like, totally open about letting you get food, like, he's like, yeah, so, you know, you got time before the movie, if you want to go grab some food and bring it, and I'm like, at the concession stand, and he's like, no, 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 at a restaurant, and I'm like, oh, 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 okay, cool, uh, of course, I didn't bring any food in, because I, bought my ticket early enough because my intention was as there was a really awesome pizza place close by so I was going to walk to the pizza place eat and then come back and watch um Wolverine uh the X-Men Origins Wolverine so um it was between that and uh Star Trek so I, I went with uh Wolverine instead um I think I should have chose Star Trek in retrospect but you know you live and you learn but anyway, uh, yeah, so that was a totally different experience than I was used to here in the States, and it was really cool. And I know a lot of people don't like the picking your seat thing, but really, at the end of the day, not having to go in and try and find somewhere to sit in a, in a theater, especially <coughs> when there's a bigger release out, and knowing that you definitely have seats together. So, like, if there's, like, four or five of you in the group, and you know that you're actually going to be able to sit together instead of having to parse yourself out randomly in between, you know, five different seats on five different rows and five different parts of the theater, why wouldn't you? I mean, I think that's brilliant and fantastic. Um, but, you know, everybody's got their own preference. Uh, I know my, my mom doesn't actually like it. She prefers the old-fashioned way because, you know, she just, you know, is used to just going into a theater and sitting down somewhere and not having to think about it, you know, not having to check and make sure that she's actually in the right seat. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, like I said, to each his own, you know. Um, of course, I don't go to the theaters a lot anymore anyway because it's just, do I really want to invest two hours of my time sitting there for a movie? So it's got to be something I'm pretty sure I'm really, really going to like. Um, I'm going to take a chance on Battle Angel Alita 
because I really don't know a lot about it, but if what I'm seeing and, you know, uh, in the trailers is accurate and everything, it should be a pretty awesome movie, you know, and, and, and good to watch, so I'm going to give it a shot and see how it turns out, and yeah, so... I don't really know why I got on that tangent, but anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, If you're really desperate to find a book that you might, uh, you know, want to see some of my writing and what's that, what that is about, um, you know, you can check that out. It's Random Writings of an aspiring writer and uh, it is available on kindle today it'll be available in print in the next couple days and uh yeah so have a great day and i will talk to you guys later thank you and car thoughts out